Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. We are live and glad to have you here. It is, uh, it's another Monday night, right? Is that right? We're still on Monday? Yeah, we're on Monday, right? No, we're on Wednesday. Everybody lost two days this week. That's how it goes. Um, hey, if you're if you're interested, if you're watching us on Instagram or any of the other platforms, we are on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Rumble. Just search for Kramer Says, C-R-A-M-E-R-S-E-Z. Phone lines are open at 877-619-3899. Here in just a moment, we'll let your fingers do the walking, and then you and I can do some talking. Um, before that happens, though, let's get to the housekeeping. Um, Kramer Says Live, by popular demand, is moving to 8 p.m. beginning next Monday night. So mark your calendar, call your friends, send up smoke signals, whatever you got to do um but that's what's happening so we're moving to to monday nights 8 p.m i'm sorry it's been a long day it's been a long week we're moving to 8 p.m weekdays and from time to time i won't do a friday show because my life my wife likes to go out and she likes to have a life um for those of you who have asked there's a bunch of people that called in and they, they keep saying the same thing well what do we do what do we do what do we do and how do we get a hold of our people you know i hate to tell you this guys but um google is free um, Bing is free. Tusk is free. And I prefer that you use Tusk because it's a great service. They always say, though, that Google's free. I just want to let you know that. Google's free. You, you can find this information on your own. Um, but just in case, just in case uh, you, you don't want to go to the, the effort of that, uh, if you want to reach out to your congressman or your senator, go to house.gov or senate.gov. All the information is there about how to contact your representatives, whether whether it be your congressional members or your Senate uh, representation. Uh, you can get it there at House.gov and Senate.gov. You can also call the White House. My producer found out you can actually call the White House. That's the, uh, the switchboard number is 202-456-1414. And you can also leave a comment. Now, what I will tell you is that those are monitored. Don't make any threats. Don't be goofy. Don't cause a problem because they will come knock on your door. They've got people. That's their only job. You can leave your comment at 202-456-1111. Again, phone lines open. 877-619-3899. There's a new movie that came out. I shouldn't say new movie. It's a new movie to me. Um, and it's by a group that I was just introduced to, and I, I had the opportunity to watch it today, and I suggest if you get the opportunity um, that you go back and do the same thing. It's free to watch, uh, and if you're uneasy about leaving your email address, just leave a fake email address. Come on, people. you got to think smarter. Or get a burner account. Don't, don't use your own account. Go get a Frank Johnson at Outlook.com account or something. That way you can feel free to pilf the the internet of free goodies. Um, The movie is called The Great Reset, uh, or I'm sorry, The Greatest Reset. Uh, It was made by a group down in Florida. They're super excited about it, and uh, I want you to take a look at it. Uh, Here's the trailer. The The Great Great Reset, Reset, the the globalist agenda, a relentless march towards tyranny where ordinary people are mercilessly crushed. The whole, the whole world changed, changed in one year. You, you couldn't, couldn't make this up. up. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a science fiction movie come true. true. The, the disciples asked Yeshua, sure, what's, what's it going to be like in the last days? days. First, First thing, thing out, out of his mouth, let no, no man, man deceive you. The enemy of, of humans is humans. humans. The people in, in the World Economic Forum, they, 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 they flock, flock to that idea. What we want to do in Davos this year in this respect is to push, push the reset button. I mean, I mean the, the term people are using is the Great Reset. And I think that's fundamentally clear. We're, We're looking, looking at something, something that I think we can pinpoint with, with Malthus. Thomas Malthus. And he's the one who decided there's just too, too much people using up too much stuff. Now, the, the world, world today has 6.8 billion people. people. That's, that's headed, headed up to about 9 billion. billion. Now, now, if we, if we do, do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. This vaccination program cannot be about COVID. It cannot. The vaccine program must 
have implications far beyond the virus. Higher than they've ever been. been. It's, it's at, at like, like <laughs> an existential crisis, crisis for the species. The ongoing war waged by the children of darkness seems to have reached a truly disturbing point. In my, In my mind, mind, it points to the conclusion that this new world order that I think you're talking about for the future is here. here. Wake, Wake up, up because you will, will be exterminated. They, they will kill you when they, they will not care. Maybe it's the beginning of the true greatest set. That right there, folks, great great movie if you get a chance tonight or the next couple of days take a look at it it's called the greatest reset you can learn more about it at the greatest i'm sorry greatest reset.movie do not add the in front of it it's greatest reset.movie you can watch it for free that was the trailer uh and uh you do have to give your email address but use a fake one if you don't feel comfortable doing that i know some people don't do that uh let's go to the lines we've got a first caller here uh you're live with kramer says what's your name where are you calling from uh is this me that is you. <laughs> okay. My name is Jason. I am from Tennessee. Jason from Tennessee. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, just recent issues. Uh, I'm sure, you, obviously, you've seen the shit happen in Nashville. A <laughs> little bit, yep. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I, I have watched my state, especially at the west end of it, slowly turn blue. Uh, we're... Tennessee is normally a ruby red state. You're right. And uh, Tennessee is normally a ruby red state. And over the past three years, you, you could see like people moving out of Democrat states. They're moving here, and a lot of things are changing. Well, the the, the changes that have taken place in Tennessee over the last five to six years. Um, happened way before yeah, the issues in California. So it was it was turning blue or leading blue, but it's all from the same areas, right? It's from the large blue cities. It's from it's from Nashville. Uh, it's from Lexington. It's from the larger cities that have have gone blue, have large colleges or universities nearby. Um well, they're all indoctrinated. I've noticed exactly. That. Exactly. Um so so my thoughts uh, I I think that it's a I think what's happening in Nashville um is a mirror what's happening across the nation. Uh, we, we look at what happened in Louisville uh, just a few days as, uh, ago as well, and I think the same thing is happening there. I think that it's a mirror on society of what we've allowed to happen over the last 20 to 40 years um, of, of continually allowing people to, to do whatever they want without accountability and then holding inanimate objects or people that had nothing to do with it responsible for the actions of others. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the, the information on the shooting of the, the trans girl that shot. Um, when I say trans girl, it's a girl who thought she was a boy. I'm not doing this game anymore of trans man. It, it, no, she was I a trans exactly girl, right? So, so, about, I'm, so I'm talking, well, I'm talking to the crowd. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the crowd. I'm talking to the crowd. I'm talking to the crowd here. So, so, so not okay, you specifically. I'm talking to the rest of them. I just want to clarify because we're also on Instagram and all these other channels. So, um, Right. My point is this, is that that she she was told her whole life that she was special and could be anything that she wanted to be. And then when life didn't give her back what she expected, she lashed out. And time and time again, we find out that this ideology is what leads to what we see happening in, in Louisville, what we saw happening uh, at Uvalde, what we saw happening. Well, they, they, they can get away with anything and there's no accountability for Exactly. It. Exactly. So so until the accountability comes back, um, nothing's going to change. And nothing's going to change with the people that are well, currently what, in power, what, left and right. What got me so upset over the past, well, yesterday and today, is our state governors, they they expelled these two gentlemen. And now there's no accountability for what they did. Well. So that it's just going to make it worse. Well, th that's not true. Tra th that's not true. Um what 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 happened there was a statement was made. Now let me step back. I want to be real clear. I do not agree with what Republicans did here. I think it was an overreach. I really do. 
Um, I, I think that expelling a, a duly elected official, the grounds for that has to be have to be so substantial. Yeah, I see your point on that, but. Uh... Because it'll be used as a weapon against us. That's the problem. When you overstep, when you overreach, it, it always comes, that pendulum swing, swings back. And when it does, it always swings back harder than it hit the first time. And so that's what, what should they have done? Just let them stand there with a bullhorn and disrupt the proceedings the whole time? They should have censured, censored them. Censured them. Not censored. Censured. The, well, you can't censor three. somebody with a bullhorn. You, you can afterwards. You can remove them. They from, completely disrupted the whole building. How, how do you censor somebody doing that? Not censor, censure, censure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so censuring yeah. them is a, is a legal term for what you do to to those that are in elected positions, right? It's an admonishment of of them by everybody around them. Now, now here's what it does. It's meaningless, right? But what happened? What the Republicans did actually um, empowered Democrats uh, yeah, to take uh, action. Right. I think it made it worse, but I right. don't, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of stuff that you know. I, I watched you for years, and I have nothing but respect for you. But what Thank happened you. in Tennessee? I don't know. I don't know how all that works. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'll give you an example of how it works. Did you see the other day that Republicans finally put through a bill to end the COVID emergency? Yes, sir. I did it. Okay. Yeah, um, that was hollow. It means nothing because Joe is going to end it in May anyway. So the Republicans waited three years to take action. Here's the thing, uh, Josh. What we have to do is start demanding more of our our leadership, those people that we put in power. We have to demand that they do their job and we hold them. We hold them accountable. They will not hold themselves accountable. Do you know how you make this? Make your voice known in Tennessee. Um, Get a hold of your Tennessee legislature. Get a hold of your local rep. And let them know. Give them your mind. See, the, the the issue is everybody wants to blame D.C. and they want to go to D.C. and they want to do all this bullshit. D.C. is dead to we the people. It means nothing to us. It is a swamp. That's where all the money it's not is. It's the Constitution. It's a piece of paper until Ex- you stand up and fight for it. Exactly. It. You do not have a right until you exercise it. That's how you know you have a right. Uh, you've probably seen the audits, right? The the uh, First Amendment audits of guys who go into public spaces and the police come in and say, you've got to leave. And if you don't leave, we're going to arrest you. Well, they don't have that authorization. They can't do it. And unless you stand up, unless you stand up and defend a right, you don't have a right. Because unless you can exercise it, it doesn't exist. So that's what the You're people right. have to do. That's what I, the people I, have to do. When I get home from work, I, I get on Twitter and I look at, well, you're you're the first person I have on Twitter, so I, oh, I appreciate I read that. What Thanks. you say, half time I laugh at it. <laughs> that's the point, right? Well, before let me let me interrupt let me interrupt you real quick on that, and I'll let you go on. Uh, the fine. one yeah, the one thing that Democrats cannot handle they will they will fight you in the streets. They will duke it out with you. Uh, they will get as violent as you want to get. But one thing that they cannot stand is to be ridiculed, made fun of. That's it. So go ahead. It's not hard to make fun of them. I mean, no. they talk out of their ass every time they open their mouth. <laughs> I agree. I, I work at, I work seven days a week, literally. Uh, I get home and I catch up on the news and shit, and I don't even watch TV anymore. I just look at my phone and I end up going to bed. But over, I mean, I wasn't even a political person until like 2019, yep. 2018, somewhere around in there when I seen shit wasn't making sense. Well, like what? Explain that you to know me. What I mean? Because that's interesting to me. I, I've been a political person for the last 10, 15, well, 20 years, really, but really deep into it for the last 10, 15. What made you start taking action and start paying attention? What was with that one what? catalyst? I, I can't think of one particular thing. Just, you know, everything. like over, yeah, just everything slowly kind of adding up. You know what I mean? And for, I knew Trump wasn't going to win. Before he lost, and I still don't think he lost. I don't. I don't. You make fun of me all you want. Yeah. I don't care. That election was fucking stolen. I don't care who you are. You can argue with me till the day I die. I will not. I will never, ever agree to that. That was no. Yep. And the fact that they won't let us look into it, the fact that they're hiding everything, and they say, "Well, no, it's a threat to democracy if we find out for sure. If we open it up and look in the box, it's a threat to democracy." Well, ever, you might remember me if I say this one word. They're Democrats. I'm oh, that dude. 
Okay, I know who you are now. Yeah, Democrats. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, you may, may yep. not. I don't yep. know. I, I, I remember off, that. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I was kicked off a few platforms because I was, <laughs> you know, I've always took your advice. Speak up. Yep. If you feel it, say it. And yeah, I've been kicked. This is my uh, fourth Twitter. Wow. Bunny, bunny fart. Yeah. Yep. Elon finally let me back on. I've been a good boy. Well, and that's the but thing. No, I, well, let me ask you. Let I me ask not, you this, Josh. You, you go back on, and, and you're acting. It's Jason. At, I'm sorry, Jason wrote that down wrong. I'm terrible about names. I did get it that you're from Nashville, though. Okay, so so Jason, um, here's the here's the thing: is that I, I refuse to be good. I refuse to follow guidelines that are restrictive of my First Amendment rights. Well, it's their platform. Then then kick me off of it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shut up. You know, they we've been told for the last several years that they can do whatever they want. They can kick anybody off of these platforms because it's private property, right? Well, that doesn't fly. And the reason it doesn't fly is because these entities have become no different than the telephone, right? Verizon doesn't no, Verizon's not going to jump in on this call and tell you that you've broken a Verizon community guideline. They can't terminate this phone call. Do you know why? Because Congress stepped in when they were doing it back in the 40s, in the 50s when they were doing it. When Ma Bell was was, was clamping down on everybody, they enacted common carrier laws. So it's My a, mom, used, she, she used to tell me stories about that. I mean, you could go out in public and they just run you off if you try to protest. I mean, that was, you know, back when Tennessee was halfway racist. Yep. Well, here for a while, it was more than halfway. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, trust me, I know. But isn't it interesting? You're right about. I was listening to your other show, uh, how Democrats move north, and well, then uh, what happened was it wasn't it wasn't Democrats moving north. It was that the South was inundated during the '70s from Northerners moving south for jobs, and they right, changed yeah, the culture. Right, yeah, yeah, they changed because yeah. we were part of it. My my parents moved to to Houston. My dad got a job in. In Houston in 76, 75, 76, something like that, we, we were there just shy of two years. But it was Northerners moving south for jobs because you couldn't find jobs in the north. And so all these yeah, conservatives was, moved south. I was down at her house, and I was watching your show, I think it was, uh, may have been Monday night. I, I can't remember. I was, you were talking to somebody about that, and my mom was listening to it. She was in the kitchen, and I had the phone like wide open. Like, hey, it's not about that. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Well, the Southern strategy was never, it, it was never put in place. Um, they, they talk about it and they like to bring it up. Democrats like to say that the Southern strategy turned everything around and, and turned all of those, you know, all of the racist into Republicans overnight. Now, here's what's interesting. When you yeah. know your history, you they know it didn't happen. It they completely flipped it. Yeah, it didn't happen. It did not. It, it never not happened. true. No, it's, it's a lie. <laughs> it's all based on a lie. Uh, you know, Jason, let me ask you this. One of the things that we've been looking at, and, and I think that it's important to keep in mind the news that we learn on a daily basis and not forget. So I'm going to run you through a litany of things. And at what point does the American people say we're done? Uh, in, in Right before the Hunter Biden laptop story was broken and they said, OK, it's real. Do you remember what they divulged with the um, um, Mueller report, Mueller report uh, re reported? Do you remember what they came out with? Uh, Okay, I remember some. I don't remember all of it. Well, they revealed uh, officially that the Hillary Clinton campaign and the FBI colluded together to spy on the Trump yeah, campaign I mean, yeah, prior to that. him being elected. Right. Um, they also right. they also spied on him inside the White House as president. That's what came out right before the Hunter Biden thing. And everybody swept yeah, that one underneath the rug, right? Okay, well, it's important right. not to forget it because everything that they're doing is to hide that fact. Everything that we're seeing today is to hide what happened in 2016 and what happened in 2020, everything that's being done. And, and I think it's interesting um, that uh, Steve Bannon and Matt Gates were on the war room today, brought up this fact that, that Trump himself uh, is the enemy of the people as far as Demo Democrats are concerned. And now the jig is up because they've only got a year or so. They cannot allow him to become president. Jason, call. thanks for calling so much. We're going to go ahead and go to this first video here. I want you to take a look at this. Bannon and Gates on the war room today. I believe that they're going to have to kill Trump. I think they're going to have to do it. I think that that's what they're going to, that's the only option that they have left. They've tried to muddy him up. They've tried to bloody him up. They've tried to do everything else. He's Teflon Don. They can't take him down. So now what's left? 
What did they do to JFK? We know the CIA, we know the FBI pl were complicit in the execution, in the assassination of JFK back in 63. There's nothing that would stop them now because everything's on the line. Take a look at this. Administrative state understands right now, and the deep states understands right now, they must defeat Trump. Is there any they can't, for Trump to come back to the White House in 2025 means their destruction because he is now maniacally focused with smart well, they thought people they like, could beat him with leaks before. You see, they thought that they could beat him with this scheme of authorized leaks that they've used for generations to destroy people. And they used to use it to destroy people on the left. And then they brought that tradecraft to start destroying people on the right. And it didn't work with Trump. It actually exposed more of them. And it gave us vectors to chisel away at their authorities, for example, on FISA and other forms of intelligence collection on political campaigns. Now, they're utilizing a very different enforcement regime. They're fusing the criminal justice system with the political system in order to achieve their goals. And usually you see that occurring in third world countries. But now these things that we're used to seeing in some of the poorest places on earth, whether it's the utilization of the criminal justice system to go after political opponents, or whether it's grandmothers getting beat up in broad daylight in the major city centers of our nation, uh, we're starting to look more and more like that. And I think that that's what President Trump is talking about. If America degrades into uh, a third world country, will it really matter what the capabilities of Iran are? Will it really matter if China and if China takes take Taiwan? Time. Right. It probably won't. And so we have to we have to rebuild the glory and the patriotism and the capability of this country that is atrophied over the last four years. And I think that President Trump is more focused on that probably than any human on the planet Earth. There you have it. And here we are. We are at a point. We are at a pivotal point in our history. No different than than right before the Civil War. States are starting to pull back. Politicians are going after each other with the legal system. The exact same things happened back then. Human nature has not changed. I keep saying that everything that I know and everything that I know, I know what's going to happen next. Not because I have a crystal ball, but because I understand human nature and history. What men have been able to justify doing to other men before. What they're able to, to, to allocate resources to to make sure that the plan they have in place works. And, and they're allowed, they don't have no problem allowing their fellow man to die, to perish, to lose everything. They don't care. They have an agenda. They have a mission. They have a goal. That's what they're moving toward. And you're not stopping them. I'm not stopping them unless we start speaking up and expecting more from our politicians. Now, I know that there are some that say that the 2024 election is already lost. Uh, there's no reason to even try. Why even go? Why even worry about it? Because it's the last opportunity that we have. If this election does not go well, and I, I, I'm on the fence. I don't even, I, at the rate that we're going right now, I don't know if we'll even get there. I mean, think about what we've learned in the last, think about what we've learned here in the last couple of days. Uh, what we learned today. What did we learn today? What was the big news? I mean, there's so much information coming out. There are so many things happening. The house of cards is falling. This is what it looks like. It's emergency after emergency after emergency. We found out that we've got boots on the ground in Ukraine. What did Joe say that that would lead to? Remember what he said? Yeah, Joe said that that would lead to World War III. Not my words. Biden said that. Biden said that this, what, he's, what we've just learned about, would lead to World War III. Folks, we are so close to this entire system collapsing. I am not a naysayer. Some people say, well, you're a dark cloud. You're a negative. I am none of those things. At all. I'm the happiest, most jovial guy you'll ever fucking meet. The difference is, is I have information that you don't have. I see what's going to happen because they're telling us what they're going to do. It's not my idea. I'm just telling you what they say is going to happen. Trust them. When rich people tell you that they want you dead, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that that happens. When rich people tell me that they want only 500 million people on the face of the earth and they're taking measures to make that happen, I believe them. It's not a conspiracy theory. Klaus Schwab didn't write the Great Reset just to spend some, uh, to, to, to waste some time leading into COVID. 
That book was prepared. Listen to this. That book was in, in print, in print in May, June of 2020. Think about that. He wrote, edited, sourced a book that they, they said, hey, listen, um, we've got COVID. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's ravaging our nation. This is in March, right? Two months later, a book comes out where Klaus Schwab has figured out how to, how to do everything. Hey, we can utilize this to, uh, to reset the entire planet. Here's my plan. Now, from a logistic standpoint, I can tell you right now, getting a book done that fast and into the bookstores doesn't happen. You don't do it in two months. You just don't. Even if you're doing Amazon publishing, where you're not really printing a book and they're printing on demand, it takes more than two months. Which means they had this in place way before anything that happened in this country in March. Kramer, we already know that. No, you don't. Because you're not putting all the pieces together. As I keep telling everybody, and I had a <laughs> pretty intense uh, conversation, I'll call it an argument, with a friend of mine, where she says, well, there, there, there are all these distractions. Folks, there are no distractions. Everything that's happening in our nation right now is planned. Everything. Oh, Kramer, not everything. Yes, everything. Have you noticed the rash all of a sudden of mass shootings? Two in one week? It's been a few days. I guess you know they're they're sitting aside. And, and what have we noticed? We're not. We can't talk about their sexuality. We can't talk about their their mental health. We we can't talk about their gender. We can't talk about the pronouns they use. What 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 are we allowed to talk about after these shootings? We can't talk about their political stance. We can't talk about their ideology. What can we talk about? The only thing that we can talk about is the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Why? Because they don't want us armed in 2024. It's that simple, folks. It doesn't get any easier than that. You have to look at what they're doing today for what they want tomorrow. They're setting up today the, the things that they need so they're ready for tomorrow or the next day or the next day or a year and a half from now. How many mass shootings will it take for the American public, the 80% that will never say no to authority, that will never stand up against authority, the 80% that will never do anything. They're cowards. They, they choose to be serfs. Kanye was right to an extent that people who refuse to stand deserve slavery. If you refuse to defend yourself, it's your fault you're a slave. If you refuse to run away or do something about it, it's your fault you're the slave. It's easier to, to complain about the system than actually work against the system. That's what happened to Liz Harris. Liz Harris out in Arizona brought somebody up that said, hey, listen, we got some testimony that there's some shenanigans going on in Arizona and that Katie Hobbs is corrupt. Have you seen this video? It was all over the social media. She says that Katie Hobbs is in bed with the, the cartels in Mexico. And so today, Liz Harris, who brought this witness forward, gets expelled by the Republicans in Arizona, not the Democrats. Her own party expelled her. Now, they say that it was all fake testimony. Folks, uh, that lady who testified swore an oath to tell the truth. Now, if she didn't tell the truth, go, go indict her for perjury. It's a crime. You, you cannot lie. Not once you've taken the oath, you can't lie. And if you do lie and we catch you doing it, guess what happens? You get indicted. You go to jail. It's a crime. Have they gone after the witness? Nope. Nope, they haven't. Have they investigated the, the claims that she made? No, they have. Oh, they're outlandish. They're outlandish. There's no way that Katie Hobbs is involved with this and this and this and this. It's impossible. Okay, prove it. Look into it. Seems awful odd that they're going after the person that brought the witness forward and not the person who actually perjured themselves, potentially. Because that's what it comes down to, folks. White and black. Black and white. Binary. Yes or no. One zero. That's how it works. Either she lied or she didn't. And if you can't find that she lied, then it's incumbent 
on our representatives to investigate the claims that she made. Do I know if she lied? I don't know if she lied. But shooting the messenger makes no sense at all. It does not make any sense at all. This is what Katie, uh, I'm sorry, this is what um, Liz Harris had to say uh, after she was expelled. Okay. About the decision. Honesty and integrity. The report is a lie. So, so what do you say? What do you say to your fellow Republicans, Republicans who voted to expel you? This was an example of how you need to toe the line. You need to toe the line. If you don't toe the line, this is what happens. You might have to say that just one more time. We thought you were going to say that this was a surprise. Are you surprised by this? Why are you surprised? Welcome back to the show. I, I don't know what's happening there. we got to get that fixed. Uh, hey, phone lines are open, 877-619-3899. Jason, thanks so much for calling in earlier. Um, it's, mo- it's funny to me that the more they complain and the more they, they say that the Republicans are doing this or the Republicans are doing that, um, they keep trying to say, change the subject and move the goalpost and the ball and the entire field because they know the jig is up. The House of Cards is collapsing. Uh, tell you a story here real quickly. Um, when I was a kid, I committed um, um, credit card fraud against my parents. <laughs> uh, I laugh about it now because I was I was 16 years old, um, and uh, I started college uh, over the summer and uh, University of well yeah, University of Indianapolis at the time. Um, it, well, that's what it is now. It was Indiana Central at the time. And I dr- had to drive from the west side of Indianapolis down to the south side, and I was having problems with my car. So I just stopped in at a gas station that I had a credit card for, and they said, hey, your problem is your transmission, 1500 bucks. Do I have enough on the card to fix it? Yeah, I'll fix it. So they fixed it. Then when my mom and dad got the bill, I lied about it. I don't know why I did it. I lied. And my dad decided to drive down from the west side of Indianapolis down to uh, Indiana Central and confront this station that had fraudulently charged his card. And he made me drive down there with him, um, behind him, follow him down there, take the car down there and to show him. This isn't the kid. This isn't the car. What are you talking about? I lied the entire time. The entire way down there. And I kept pulling over to the side. Dad, it's the, my car's not running right. And, and, and he wouldn't stop. Because he didn't have the $1,500 to pay the bill. He didn't know what was going on. I lied the entire time. And it wasn't until we pulled into the parking lot, before we went in to talk to this man, the man who was telling the truth, it wasn't until then that I finally came in and I said, Dad, I'm sorry, I lied. I lied. It was me. I did it. I put my parents through all kinds of hell during that period of my life. I was, I was the black sheep. But here's the thing, folks. What it gave me is insight into how the people act when they're cornered when the walls are closing in. I judge people based on the things that I did as a, as a youngster when I was going through the most troubling period in my life. I had been, I had been told by my parents, my dad was an evan, uh, evangelical minister. My dad told me um, from the time I was born until 16 years old, uh, how I was going to live my life. And he was very strict. I, there were a ton of things that I didn't get to do. And so I rebelled. 
And when I rebelled, I just, I was a hellion. I really was. I mean, if you've ever heard anything about a PK, it's true. I, I was that guy. My point is this. I've learned through my own actions and then the actions of the friends around me on how they act and what, the, what they did and how their lives deteriorated when they continued down the same path that I was on. I was lucky. I had mentors in my life that yanked me up and smacked me around a little bit and said, get your act together. You're much smarter than this. Stop playing this game because if you keep hanging with these people, you're going to be exactly like them. And when I, a friend of mine had died through a drug overdose, uh, this is back in 82, 83, um, it was a wake-up call. And I changed my life. I, I started to get my life together. It took a while. But I understand fully how people, when they're scared, what they're willing to do, how they can justify the actions that they're taking. Mike McCormick was um, on uh, Fox News talking about how Biden led a kickback scheme. scheme um, and he, he, he knows that specifically because he was the stenographer for Biden and actually was the one who wrote down the quote. Listen to what he's got to say here to Fox News. Down on that trip that you're aware of. Thanks for having me on, Jesse. Well, what happened on that trip was Joe Biden was in the front of the plane. My job as a White House stenographer was to be in the back of the plane in the press cabin. And if, a white, if Joe or a senior administration official came back and did a briefing, and then I would record it and make a transcript. Well, that's exactly what happened. That senior administration official was Jake Sullivan, who's now our national security advisor. So I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time. Years go by. I've left the White House. I'm writing books, and I get a hold of the Hunter Biden laptop from Marco Polo. Uh, they're a nonprofit, a anti-corruption nonprofit. About a year and a half ago, I started writing a substack based on what I find. And then I go back over what I knew happened when I was working for Joe. I found the transcript that I wrote about that briefing. That's when Jake Sullivan starts talking about fracking. And because of what I'd read in a laptop and reported in my Substack previously, I'm like, wait a minute, Joe Biden knew Hunter Biden was already on the board on April 18th. Joe Biden knew. He directed Sullivan to go back and talk to the press. This is a conspiracy. This is a crime. This is public corruption. That's what the FBI is supposed to investigate. So I wrote a substack about it in November. Nothing happened. I went to the FBI and filled out their witness tip line. There's a website. You fill out all these tips, uh, these web, web directions. I submitted it. If you lie to the FBI when you're submitting a tip like that, you can go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. Joe Biden is lying. Joe Biden is a criminal. That's the bottom line. I don't care if he goes to Timbuktu or Ireland or anywhere. He's a criminal. And I've got the evidence. If they put me in front of the grand jury that's right now seated in Wilmington with Special Prosecutor David Weiss, my testimony becomes the evidence that will put him in jail or will uh, lead to his impeachment, probably lead to his impeachment first. You're, so you're saying that Joe Biden wasn't going to Ukraine to fight corruption. Joe Biden was going to Ukraine to help the natural gas industry. At the time, he knew that his son was on the board of the biggest natural gas business conglomerate in Ukraine. That's exactly right. You know, Hunter Biden signed up for this uh, trip. He signed up to be on Burisma on uh, April 18th, 2014. Well, on April 16th, 2014, what I've seen in the laptop was Hunter put a schedule, uh, something on his daily schedule. I'm meeting Devin and Lucas. Lucas, Devin Archer's son. Devin Archer is a fellow Burisma board member at the WH at 11. That's the White House. Mm. There's photos of, of, of Devin Archer and his son, Lucas, in the White House. They, the cover story was, oh, it's a book report for, our, for my son. He's being nice with Joe Biden. That's not what it was. This was a planning meeting for them to start their uh, kickback scheme with Burisma. And there was a lot more planning that went on ahead of it. 
All right. So you need to be talking, we assume, to the prosecutor in Delaware, but you haven't heard back from the FBI. Let us know if they contact you. Nothing but... <laughs> I will immediately. I, I think they're going to start thinking about it after we talk tonight, Jesse. I think this is a big help in getting the public attention on their lack of inactivity. I mean, right now, the FBI's had this laptop for three years. I've had it for one and a half years. I'm out investigating the FBI. That's not something they should be proud of. Yeah, well, I don't think they're actually doing an investigation at all. I think they're doing a cover-up, and that's pretty clear at this point. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. That is, um, that is probably the, the biggest understatement of 2023 so far. The FBI has not done their job since that, that laptop got turned over to them. The, the people that are in charge of that, and this is how it works in D.C., they utilize that information to leverage it to get things that they want. They go up through the chain and say, hey, listen, I've got this, I got this thing. What can I get for it? No, no different than, what was his name, Bramovich? The, um, is it, not Bramovich, uh, uh, what was his name? The, uh, the, the, uh, the governor of Illinois, they got busted for trying to sell, uh, to try to get the, the best, the most he could out of Obama's seat, senatorial seat. Uh, you're live on Kramer Says. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, Kramer. This is Lana. How hey, are Lana. You? You're on my list to give a call this week. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What's going on with our world today? Um, I just realized that there's another war starting uh, almost, basically, right? <laughs> um, China invaded Taiwan. Then what is happening in Israel? So I think that the world is ready to pull the trigger. Well, I absolutely I agree 100%. 100%. It is very sad. I was just talking to my husband about it. And um, it's, again, going back to history, right? We, unfortunately, seems to me that the world needs, the, uh, needs a war. We Why do you say it. that? We need to... Well, that's how you get rid of scum, I think. Um, only I'm afraid that, I mean, I don't know. You need something to happen. You need a revolution. Um, because when you attack people, they have nothing else left but to defend themselves. I think, I believe that once something like that drastic happens and they see what's going on in the world, people, a lot of people get united. A lot of people say, okay, what are we going to do to survive? And they will do what is best for their survival. That's, I agree that's, with that. that's yep. my, and that's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I was at, now I'm going back to, I hope that doesn't happen. You say it's like they're going to assassinate our beloved Trump. Um, well, what what else do they have available? Happen. What else do they have available? They can't stop uh, him well, through the legal you know, process. I don't think, of course, they can't, they can't pull any strings. That, that's obvious. Now, um, why is that not going to happen? Because if they wanted to happen, they could have done that by now. So well, I but that, that's the measure. Think... That's the measure of last resort. No different than Kennedy, right? It wasn't until well, Kennedy came no. out. Kennedy came out and said specifically, "I'm going to destroy the CIA and scatter their ashes to the four corners of the earth." True. Trump yeah. has said the same well, thing. Does, you know, I want to. I want to make people Kennedy... understand. What, but what, what Trump said by draining the swamp is the exact same thing yeah. that Trump's or that that uh, that Kennedy said. Well, the thing is that I am Kennedy. I, I, I could. Perhaps this we can only guess that Kennedy did not have, he was loved. He was loved by people. He was loved by, I mean, I don't know. I could only say that he was probably loved by certain governments. Well, he was one of the uh, most revered people. Democrats of all time. I mean, he was one of the most revered yeah, presidents so, up to that time. No different than so Trump what today. Happened, right, what, oh, I, well, uh, anyhow, what I was about to say. I don't know much about Kennedy in terms of his ruling and the way I thought he was beloved by many. But um, 
what I wanted to say is that uh, that Kennedy probably did not know what. Uh, oh, can you guys can you guys hear me? Okay, uh-huh. I am. I don't know. All right. Um, so what um, what I am trying to to say is that Kennedy probably did not know that they were after him, that they were conspiring conspiring against him. Trump does know that. Trump knows Trump's been Trump has been attacked so many times. And I have a feeling that Trump probably has something written somewhere that says if I get assassinated or if That's something it. happens to me or if I supposedly commit suicide, which I will never do, these are the people to blame. Right. And if something like this, in case of my sudden death, this is what should come out. Kind of, a de- kind of like a dead man. Kind of like a dead man switch. Yeah. So I think they're afraid. I am. I think they're really afraid. What is going to happen after Trump dies? And if he, if if they kill him, what is going to come out? So they right. cannot kill him either. They're trying desperately trying. To shut him down, but they can't because they have nothing on it. Well, I, I think what's interesting is that when you go into the street uh, and you do a man on the street interview, we've got some of these coming up here soon. Uh, it's amazing to me that people, all colors, all races, all backgrounds, heights, sizes, everything, every measurement you can have, everybody that we've run into so far, the vast majority, they may not agree with Trump. But what they say is they think that he's being railroaded and they think it's un-American. That's what I think is most important. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people are saying, I'm like, you don't have to love the guy. But I talked to some people. I'm like, okay, but what is it that you don't like about him? And the first thing that comes (laughs) up, he's racist. I'm like, okay, give me something else. (laughs) If he's not racist, then he's sexist. Okay. Please give me something substantial. Like, is there something, anything solid that you can give me? Like, how about his policies? How about things that, right. well, his policies were okay, but I didn't like who he was. I don't care about who he was back, you know, in, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever years ago. Right. Yep. I don't care. What I care is that this person is straightening things up. He is bringing us to where we used, where we should be, and could be. It's really, really sad to see where the United States is heading, and uh, can we really recover from this? That's that's the question. Now we do need a revolution of some sort. We need people to wake up and start doing something. I am over now. I'm going going back to that. World War II and how World War II ended in, in Italy, if you know. Yep. <laughs> how they actually, what they did to to Mussolini and his, uh, yep. uh, not his wife, but she was his mistress. Yeah, what they did. And I am afraid that that's, I, like, I'm thinking, like, because people are so pissed off, excuse my language, but I have a feeling that that's, like, once that drops, make the water overfill. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's going to happen. Lana, that's, that's the issue at hand here is what are they, are, what are they capable of doing? Well, we already know what they're capable of doing. They, they admitted uh, that 60 years ago, the CIA and the FBI colluded together for the assassination of the president, JFK. Now to your yes. point, I don't think that JFK knew how far they would go. I think he knew what they were capable of. Because he knew these men. These were not strangers to him. These men that, that took him out, they were his allies, supposedly. Right? So so I, I don't think he knew. Yeah. I don't think he understood how far they were willing to go. No. The, the issue is, is that today we you, fully understand that. And again, if you want to watch and find out more about what happened with his death, Kennedy's death, please watch Dark Legacy told you about that show yep. and I'm saying it again it's a very very good show uh, but yeah I, 
I don't know. I really am, am uh, thinking that they cannot, I mean, they would, they would love to see Trump dead more than anything. I think that that would, I think that could save their own problems. That would be the best. But I don't think that's going to happen. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. I, I, I hope that they, they go through this legal process and it blows up in their face. I, I hope that's what happens. But, but here, here's the thing. What we're seeing right now is an escalation of violence across the nation again. The, the mass shootings have all of a sudden started rearing their ugly heads again a year out from an election, a year and a half out from an election. And, and m- m- again, I look at what they say. When I see, uh, what's his name, Beto O'Rourke down in Texas say, yes, we're coming for your guns. That's probably the most honest mm-hmm. Democrat in the country. Because he said exactly what they want to do. Well, they- and Biden is, only, Biden is only honest because he's delusional, because he has dementia. He tells us all the time what they're doing, what they're planning. So when people tell me my plan is to do this to you and they're currently in power, I think that they're doing everything they can to execute their plans. And I don't think they're going to stop. So killing, killing Trump, Trump being assassinated, I think it's potential. It, it, there's a possibility of it, right? Uh, here's the other question. Let's say that that doesn't happen. And we get into 2024, and and they run through again. I don't think that they're going to run Biden. I think Biden's going to have to step down before something's got to happen because everybody knows yeah, that, that his mental capacity is gone. But question about Biden: What I have, um, I don't know if you guys notice your viewers. Have you guys seen how like older? I mean, younger Biden versus today's Biden. <laughs> Oh, you mean the other guy? Me, you mean Biden won? The other guy? Yeah, the you other know guy. Who Biden used yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, and even her, his physical appearance is completely different. Well, his skin color is different. He's pasty white and he doesn't have any earlobes. The Joe Biden I, I knew really that I grew up with, he's got earlobes yeah. and darker complected. <laughs> that's, just, that's just really strange to me. That's one thing. Um, second thing, definitely, I don't think that people are want to, I hope they're not going to vote for Biden and Kamala again. Well, I don't think they are. Uh, Kamala hasn't, Kamala hasn't, Kamala hasn't done anything. So she's not a viable candidate because she's been hidden the entire time. It's my contention. I I think that what will happen most likely is that Gavin Newsom will be the guy in 24. Oh, please. I hope not. That's it. That's who it's going to be. I cannot stand the guy. Like, Come on, please. I live in the city that he uh, ruled. Now I live in the state that he ruled. It's ridiculous. Like, people, please, if you have any idea and you know how California is looking right now, that is how your country is going yep. to look. Yep. And Preach. It's not. it's not <laughs> worse. It's not worse. I mean, I cannot stand the guy. I really can't. Well, he's a slime ball. Um, Just the way he talks. You know, I mean, I th- oh. think about this. Lana, let me put it this way. Um, if, if, if I put a rule in place and then I don't abide by the rule and my excuse is, well, I'm working hard for you, so you have to give me some latitude. <laughs> rules are rules. <laughs> rules are rules. But you know, you know what pissed me off. Excuse my language. Oh, you're really fine. really made me angry. Really made me angry that time when he got out of, he got in front of the cameras, you know, it was in the middle of the pandemic, and he started saying, like, uh, I'm sorry, yep. people make mistakes, so I made a mistake. Yep. I'm like, seriously? Like, you go out to one of the most expensive restaurants in the world. Yep. And you our money our money do you know that uh, I mean per person let's say it's like a night of uh, an event I don't even know how to call it an experience well I went to right right after that $500 per person at French Laundry right that's what he minimum and there were 12 people there you people do the math Yep. And I am just like appalled by that. Well, and it's no different. It's no different president? than the Lana. It's no different than what Biden did in D.C. And I cannot remember the the name of the restaurant. I I 
Biden got busted for not wearing a, a mask at a, a restaurant that's right on the Potomac in Jamestown. Now, here's what's funny. Mm-hmm. I had been there two days previous. I had been there, I think, on a Thursday night, and he did this on a Saturday. Uh, so it was two or three days later that this happened. They were extremely strict with masks. You couldn't walk out of wow. the room. You couldn't walk out of the room that you were eating in into the open area and go to the restroom without wearing a mask. So again, it, it shows that you know it's it's rule it's rules for thee, not for me. By the way, I didn't go. Oh, I didn't. Boy. I didn't pay for that that night at that restaurant. That's another five hundred dollar pl- a, a plate um, restaurant. A plate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't pay for that it's one. I was a guest. To me that, that, yeah, the rules don't apply to them. Uh, they didn't take her guns away. Um, I mean, then that's their that's their plan. That's what's sad about it is that all these innocent lives are lost because they want to, and they have been pushing this agenda for quite some time. Ever since 9-11, people right. don't kid yourself. Yeah. Um, that's 9-11. I remember I was still living in Serbia back then. And when my mom, my mom had news on and she was sobbing. The whole world was crying. Don't kid yourself. It doesn't matter where you were. I mean, unless you were in, you know, Middle East, maybe right. that's there. <laughs> right. They were dancing yeah. in the streets yeah. there. <laughs> yes. I, it's hard to argue that side of the story, that side of the, the uh, story. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was a it was a very sad day, and what saddens me even more so is to think that the government could be behind it. Well, I don't. That's I don't, what I am. I, I think it's I, I think it's sad, but I don't think uh, it's a maybe. I think they absolutely are. Lana, thanks so much for calling tonight. Um, we're moving on. We're going to close things up here. I'm, I'm, my wife told me to stop running overtime. She 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 wants me done by eleven o'clock, um, and so I'm I'm going to wrap it up here at uh, at eleven o'clock. Uh, starting next week, starting next Monday. Kramer Says Live will come up, uh, will start at 8 p.m., Monday through Friday. And from time to time, I may not do a Friday show. I may not do a show on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. You know what I'm talking about. Um, We are moving forward. we got some big things happening. Uh, I I do want to say this. uh, Over the last, uh, and I want to be, this is heartfelt. What I'm about to say is from my heart. Um, A a few weeks ago, uh, on a TikTok account, I can't even remember which one it is. um, On my TikTok account, I put out a call for people to to get me in touch with Peter Thiel. And uh, it was amazing. I got, I got a couple of calls. I got some people that reached out, and, and they either didn't have the access, they just wanted a conversation, I don't know. But I, I talked to them, and, and nothing happened. Um, but in the last three to four days, uh, the path to Peter Thiel has been opened. Folks, things are changing in this country. There's a reason why everything is happening. There's a reason why we're doing what we're doing. And those doors that we're asking for are being opened because the American people see that what has to happen next is so American that it'll open everyone's eyes in the country when people of all colors, all races, all religions, all backgrounds come together to do one thing, defend freedom. That's what the world will see. Over the last several weeks, Democrats have been selling one thing over and over and over again, that we're, we're banning books. Republicans aren't banning any books. For anybody over 18, what we've done is we've taken them out of schools. They're being taken out of schools because they're inappropriate, because that child could not buy that book on their own because it's obscene material. Oh, Kramer, obscene. Yeah, for a child it is. Children should not be able to get the same stuff that you can get in a sex shop. You've got to be 18 to walk in those doors. Why is it okay for our school systems to provide that kind of stuff? We're getting involved with a number of different things. I've got one. I, I, I've got a, a thing that we start probably Friday, Thursday or Friday we're going to start it. I'm not sure yet. We're waiting for the rest of the information. Um, but all I will tell you is thanks, think James O'Keefe. Some big things coming. Super excited about what's going on. Can't wait to tell you more about it. This is Kramer Says Live. We do it every weekday night, except for Fridays from time to time. Um, and we're starting to do it at 8 p.m. next weekday. Or next uh, next week, uh, we'll do it um, starting at 8 p.m. Uh, it's been a long day for me. This is the other thing. The other reason I got to get I got to do it earlier is because uh, I get so tired at the end of the day that that um, I, I can't I can't. 
friggin' talk. Um, let me bring this up real quick before we close out. I wanted to talk about this. Um, if you need to reach out to anybody in government, you want to leave a message for your senator, your congressman, or so on, and, and you don't know how to do it, this is where you start. Go to house.gov or senate.gov, and that will get you to your congressman or your senator. You just go to the state. You can find everybody. You'll find your district, all of that. Um, you can also call the White House. If you if you want to get a hold of the, somebody there and, and leave a message or leave a comment, you can do that. Uh, the, sw- the switchboard, you can call at 202-456-1414, and the comment line is 202-456-1111. So for those of you that are too lazy to go out and use Tusk or Bing or Yahoo or Google, you don't have any excuses anymore. Uh, again, every weekday night we're doing this. Thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to see you tomorrow night, and we will see you then. Bye-bye. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSays.com.